listening to An Inside Look with North America's Top 50 Site Consultants. How do I land a big deal in my community? What are location consultants really looking for? Join us as we pull back the curtain and look inside the secrets of site selection with your hosts, Tim Tarantine and Amanda Harrison. Hey guys, thanks for listening in to an inside look, North America's top 50 site consultants. I'm Amanda here with Tim, and we are getting close to the end of the 2015 site consultants for the year, but we're not done yet. So Tim, tell us who you had a conversation with this week. I had a great talk with Thomas Pearson. He's with Colliers International there in Dallas. He's the executive vice president there, and he's in their industrial division. He also works with their supply chain advisory team for SIOR. And so Thomas is one of those individuals who has such a diverse portfolio of companies and projects. His wisdom and insights about the site selection process, about what companies need, about what communities need, is spot on. He's worked with relocation for huge distribution centers for Fortune 100 companies and bigger. I tell you, 35 plus years of experience. All I can say is get out your notebooks, take notes, because Tom's insights are really spot on in terms of what economic developers can do when thinking about how to close a deal with a company working with a site selector. It was a great interview. The insights were great. And I hope you all sit back and enjoy it. Tom, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad to have you on. Congratulations on being named one of North America's top 50 site consultants. We want to dive right into the conversation, though. Before we get too far, tell us three things everyone listening should know about you. Well, I have been in the industrial real estate business for almost 40 years now, and I've done nothing but work with companies, major users, and developers throughout my career and have been at Collier's International for the last nine years and have seen a lot of changes in the marketplace. So it's an exciting time to be in the business as a broker, as a site selection person, as well as an economic development person. Sure. And you've spanned quite a while here in this industry. Tell us how you got started. Did, did site selection come to you or were you always interested in that? Or how did, how did you begin your career? Well, you know, my career really started off, I won't say by accident, but I started off in the business world, in the advertising business, and stayed in it for about three years. And I guess my attention was turned to real estate from one of my clients who suggested that I consider it because they felt like it was a great field and one that I would maybe enjoy more than what I was doing at the time. And I took about a year to figure it out. And when once I got in it, I knew I enjoyed it. And I felt like I could outwork the next guy. And I was very motivated at the time to succeed and started off just like everybody else at the bottom of the ladder. And so just was able to really stay in it and survive all of the ups and downs of real estate and have really worked with almost, you know, every facet of the business from representing tenants on a lease basis to selling properties. And then as my business expanded back in the probably the late 80s, started doing site relocation work and was given an assignment for a major Fortune 100 company that asked me to represent them and helping them make a move to Memphis, Tennessee. And that's kind of what started me off in probably looking at the site selection world and what the steps that they went through and so forth. Sure. So you've had many clients over your time. 
you've seen many trends in the industry. What are the key issues today for your clients? And more importantly, what is it that economic developers can do to address some of those kind of ongoing issues or challenges that you continue to see from your clients? Well, I think we can say that most companies are going through some type of change in their supply chain and looking at trying to streamline their supply chain costs and become more efficient and lowering those costs to try to compete in a national economy as well as a global economy. And with technology has come a lot of changes in the ability to really look at all the factors that impact the company's bottom line and how they distribute their product, how they get that product from the point of origin, from, let's say, the manufacturer to the end user, which is maybe you and me. So those factors really, what I would say relative to economic development groups is you can't be all things to all people. So you really have to sort of do a self-evaluation of your community and decide what your strengths are and then really develop a strategy around those strengths and figure out, you know, what target industries would work well with your community. And you can't change your location. You can improve your infrastructure. You can improve your quality of life. And you can improve your school district. All of those things go into companies' evaluation of an area. You can look at what you have to offer via your website, and that's another issue that we get into and in looking at how you want to brand your community and how you want others to see you in the marketplace. No question about it. I want to follow up on that question with another one that kind of is about your approach to site selection. So they say that every great artist has a thing, right, a quirk a special lens through which they see their work that make them great at what they do. Is there a inside secret or something that you pay attention to throughout a project or throughout the process of a new location for your clients where you look at something that maybe is not on the RFP, but gives you great intel about a community? Are there those inside secrets or something that you look at specifically? Yeah, I certainly like to visit each site and you have to understand, too, my business has primarily been focused around the logistics and transportation sector, e-commerce, big box distribution. And so, you know, some of those factors maybe are a little different than other industries or other types of uses. But the common denominator there is looking at the elements, visiting the communities. Personally, I like to meet EDC people. That's been one of the things I really enjoy. And I can tell a lot about a community by meeting economic development people and, uh, you know, the strength of their commitment, what they think they have to offer as a community. And, you know, many times they introduce me to others in the community and I get a sense of how they respond to business. And even though most cities want industry there, but they're, believe it or not, they have business there because it's a necessary thing to do to support their population. But not every community is developer friendly and not every community is business friendly. So, yeah, I look at those kind of factors, and then it gets beyond that. It looks at how they compare with their population, what their demographics, what kind of labor they have, what their tax structure looks like, who else is there. Sometimes says a lot about a community is who they've attracted in the past. 
And sometimes that's not possible because, you know, new communities spring up. They have a new initiative and trying to attract business. But again, those are things that sort of get to be subjective that you look at. For sure. So two more questions. One, economic developers are constantly trying to market to you, right, to get your attention about their community. What types of marketing strategies work best for you? Which way in which do you want to hear from economic developers that becomes sticky for you? Well, that's a good question. And I think that probably one of the things I've enjoyed doing is I will get occasional invitations to visit a community from an EDC group. You know, that's kind of an expensive way because, you know, there are a lot of us out there who get involved in site selection work. And you can spend a lot of money probably doing that and perhaps see no results. So you have to certainly be judicious about where you spend your budget dollars. But I think I've enjoyed the roundtables that we've had through site consultant interviews that we just finished here with Carla's group and meeting different communities. And we have different states that come into Dallas and will, over a lunch or dinner, introduce us to some of their key leaders and will kind of showcase their state and what they have to offer. And I get a lot of benefit from that. So I'd say that's Not every state does it, but certainly we've seen some do it, and we think we get a lot out of that as well. That's great insight. Final question here, Tom. If you could tell a room full of economic developers one thing, what would you tell them? Well, I would say that the main thing would be to sell to your strengths and know what your strengths are and also invest in your website and make sure that you have a website that reflects your community and that has current information on it so that when we are looking at trying to put together a package or trying to get some preliminary information on a community, we can go to that website and get the latest information. It's not five or 10 years old like I've seen in the past. I think those two things. Well, Tom, we appreciate the wisdom you've provided here and the approach. I know that our listening audience has benefited from your insights. I want to congratulate you again on being named one of North America's top 50 site consultants and for all the work you do to grow America. We hope to talk to you soon and see you even sooner. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity and good luck to everybody and wish everybody a great holiday and a wonderful 2016. Thank you for tuning in to North America's Top 50, produced by Consultant Connect, where we're working to bridge the gap between leading economic developers and location consultants. To learn more about what we do and how to get involved, please visit consultantconnect.com or tweet me at Ron Kitchens.